Hey everybody, welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Yo. And before we get to our special guest, I want to talk a little bit about the podcast. Um, We recently decided to change the format a little bit so that we are recording in seasons. So how we're going to do that is we're going to record a season's worth, which is essentially a year's worth of Nintendo Power. So that's 12 issues. Then we're going to take a break for a month or so. And that's going to allow us to do uh, more prep and uh, research in advance of recording. So we have a little bit more high quality information and background to give uh, to all of you. In the meantime, we'll, uh, we'll have other content to fill the space. I know Mike's percolating with ideas. Taste, so, taste test, and we're probably looking to roll out maybe some of the uh, guest favorite pasta episodes. If, if someone isn't caught all the way back up, we can maybe put a few of the uh, the ones out in the interim. Basically, your your feed is still going to be filled with episodes. They just might be a couple repeats while we uh, while we work on um, you know getting mm-hmm. getting more research done and, and not burning ourselves out. <laughs> it works for t- right. it works for TV, so why not us? Right. Exactly. I know plenty of other podcasts that do it, so why not us? So uh, we, we just want to be able to provide the, the best quality content we can for you. And it's nice or, to have a little little break or, from the weekly schedule. Or better better quality content. Let's not shoot for best. <laughs> well, we gotta save for us. we got to save know. something for the second season. <laughs> Under... So <I'm> <laughs> Over pro- oh, gonna- under promise, over deliver. <laughs> there you go. So we're just going to call the seasons by their year. So right now we're in the 1993 season, um, and uh, we've got three left. And uh, Mike's lined up a guest for each one of them. So let's go ahead and introduce a guest for this episode. We've got Virtual Valerie on the phone. Hello. Welcome to our fine podcast. You're actually the the on- the second uh, female to be brave enough to uh, to join us. Oh, and the well. first ga- and the first gamer female. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate uh, you guys having me. So I understand you're uh, a YouTube star. Is that correct? <laughs> I'm pretty new to YouTube, but uh, yeah, I've, I've got a little bit of a following already. So that that's good, right? Yeah, that is well, good. Is it a following or a stalking? <laughs> it's, it's a little of both, but uh, it's probably more on the stalker side. <laughs> that seems to come with a territory with any any women involved with video games, I think, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, it's all right. Do you go, so, I mean, I saw on your Facebook you have a request, you have a note that says, like, non-adult. <laughs> Is that because guys are giving you requests all the time, or what? Yes, I was getting a lot of requests uh, in personal messages, basically wanting to know about my private channel and where they can make a payment to get on board. Mm. <clears throat> so... Yeah, that was fun, but that's that's probably because of the pictures that I post. Um, mm. They're a little provocative. I can tell them where can, they can make a payment. If they all go to patreon.com slash playing with power, they can make a payment directly, which will go to <laughs> this ben, fine podcast. Ben has learned how to shill from the best, i.e. me. <laughs> I couldn't resist. So, I'm sorry. But what, so, what do you do? Do you do game reviews? Like, what kind? Like, what are you into as far as the gaming culture? Right, right now, what I'm doing are gameplay videos. Uh, drunken gameplay is what I, I'm specializing in at the moment. Um, and that's what I do all the time. That sounds amazing. That's what <laughs> I do. Drunken <laughs> podcasting about video games. You can get attention doing that. <laughs> 
Okay, People wait. So it. elaborate. You, you you knock back a couple beers and then you like experience. The, are these games that you don't have experience with before, or you you try to play games that you know while you're drunk? Um, so far, I have played one that I was really good at as a kid. Um, I played that one wasted. And the last gameplay was Crash Bandicoot, and I don't think I had played that specific one since I don't know, like twenty years ago. I don't know when did it come <laughs> out. Long ass time ago, uh, and yeah, mid mid nineties, so. ninety six. Yeah, so about right. Um, so I kind of I just play what I'm told. I, I put it out there on my page. I let them choose <laughs> what they want to see me play. Uh, they picked Lion King for my next gameplay, which will be I'll awesome. be filming this weekend. So yeah. Oh, I'm nice. definitely gonna put some money down for Custer's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you familiar with that game, Valerie? <laughs> I don't think so. It's from. It's a really messed up game from. It's an Atari, Atari game. game. Oh, and is it? Okay. the idea. It, it, I don't even know if it was ever released officially, but like the mm. ROM made it out, um, and effectively, it's like your Custer, <laughs> like General Custer, the one was killed by, by the Indians, and there's like a woman tied to a pole, and you have to Indian dodge. Woman. Oh, Indian woman tied to a pole. And you're a naked like Custer, and you have to like work your way across the stream to have se- uh, across the screen to have Isn't sex that with one the of woman. The, the adult ones. Well, yes. there's like Legion not- Larry and stuff like that, but like <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, that was the PG rape game. <laughs> so like, no, he's yeah, not completely super- naked. He's wearing a hat and a scarf. Right. <laughs> and you got this like blue gentleman. pixelated penis that you're like trying mm-hmm. to get over to the the yeah. Alien, there, there were arrows <laughs> flying at you, and the goal is to make it across to start being in there without getting shot with the arrows. And as soon as you do, every time you press the button, it goes. <laughs> oh, man, that uh, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's super messed up, but it probably would work for the drunken format. <laughs> it's racist. It's awful. Yeah. It's just completely. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the best games on Atari, probably. <laughs> or like, what, the, what would be the worst thing to play drunk? Like, uh, Desert Bus, I would say. Would probably be the worst. Like, yeah. that would just be, because it's eight hours of just driving a bus down a desert road. So, so do you start the game drunk, or do you start the game sober and just, like, slam one every five minutes to, like, get, so we can gradually see your, your capacity decline? I, I've gone both routes. The first video that I did uh, with the drunken gameplay, I played a few levels sober, and then I came back. Uh, I did a little bit of scene of me getting drunk, and then uh, I came back wasted. And yeah, you can kind of see the difference in my play skills. So this last time, I just said fuck it, and I got wasted first, and I just came in obnoxious, and that seemed to get a lot of positive feedback. So I may stick with this. <laughs> Just coming so that's at it wasted. You trim the that's, you trim you trim the dead weight. Yeah. That's Brandon's uh, podcasting technique. He's not on this podcast, but that's pretty much what he does whenever he, whenever he's actually, on. Actually, he is on the podcast. He just hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> we have a, we have another like occasional host, and he will do bong rips on air. Like he's. Just yep. Crazy. I heard about that. As soon as I say, sleep last time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as so, soon as we save three, two, one, record. He he just does a massive bong rip. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, so Valerie, it's, like it's his one for the road. <laughs> so if 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 people listening to the podcast want to want to find you, what's the best way to go about like looking for content that you're putting out? Uh, YouTube.com/slash Virtual Valerie. That's the easiest okay. way to find my channel. All right. So, so you've got a little series going on that's uh, needy. Uh, nerdy geeky uh, pickups. Yes, yes, I do. Are those pickup lines? What are? What is that? No, it's just pickups. Um, video game 
comic books, stuff that I buy. Just um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically. Mm. That's pretty so popular like, in in. I, I guess I mean it's pretty popular in the gaming community. Do uh, people doing pickup videos? So I've kind of jumped hmm. on that, and I've thought about dropping it, but people really enjoy it. I don't. So, so what? Like, what is this? Is this old retro stuff you're finding, or like new stuff, or just whatever you're running across that you like? Or um, me personally, I'm doing a bit of everything. I will pick up okay. retro games and stuff. Um, it'll be like thrift store finds, uh, mm -hmm. pawn shops. I also do retail stuff, like where, what I've picked up at the mall, pop, Funko Pops, stuff like that. Just uh, pop culture shit that people are into. That I don't know. Seems seems to do well though. Will you be picking up a Nintendo Switch this week, or are you going to wait and see? I will. Um, I'm trying to figure out if we are going to go get it tonight or wait till the morning, because it's already pre-ordered at Best Buy. I just don't know if I'm okay. going to deal with that line. So mm -hmm. I may just go yeah. grab it in the morning. Nice. You, you, what are you, are you, Breath of the Wild, what are you most excited for? I was excited for Odyssey, uh, Mario's Odyssey, and that shit got okay. delayed by, like, I don't know, I think... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what did they say? Holiday season. So now I'm not excited for yeah. anything. A Nintendo game is is delayed. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, shocking. <laughs> yeah, I found out my old roommate's gonna buy me a Switch. So I don't know Aww. when I'll get it. But yeah, well, I bought him like a ho whole bunch of really cool stuff over the years. So he's like, I'm finally gonna pay you back. <laughs> mm. So I get a, so, I get a Switch at some point, which is cool. So do you do you call your videos let's drinks? <laughs> I don't. I just call them uh, drunken gameplay. No, and right. Okay, it, but, but at least, at least when you do Zelda, please tell me that that video series is going to be called Breath of the Wild Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, awesome. pretty good. Yeah, you should be. You should get sponsored by like uh, an alcohol brand of some sort. See if you yeah. can. Yeah, do one specific brand per game. Just be like, this one's brought to you by Wild Turkey. This one's brought to you by. <laughs> well, no, see, see if someone's willing big, to pay you. Big tires or whatever. Yeah, like see if Patron will do like you know a sponsorship <laughs> or something. There you go. That's a good idea. So, all right. Uh, any yeah, any other projects you're working? Stick with us and we'll get you places. <laughs> <laughs> Most of our ideas are bad, but sometimes they're gems. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Every coal mine has a few diamonds. Wait, John, didn't you say there was that uh, that drinking game for playing Mario Kart? Oh yeah, Birio Kart. And Birio so, Kart. Like, what the idea? It's it's basically um, drinking and driving and Mario Kart combined. And so the rules are, you have to drink a beer before the race ends, and you cannot drink and drive. So like. You can either slam the beer and then run your race, or you can like drive and stop and drink strategically. Like, but the the only rule is like while you're drinking, your your character has to like be stopped. You can't you can't be moving. You can't be you can't have the controller in the hand while you're drinking. So it's kind of strategic as to when you chug your beer or how you do it. But um, I say beer. It, I say beer hat. Mm. Yeah, well, that's a little. I mean, the the whole thing is supposed to be able to like see each other, like you know police the other friends that are <laughs> I don't know but anything the idea is you're drinking a beer or a race or you didn't get I just hacked your game fast. John just face it yeah well, what are your the, thoughts what are your thoughts on that Valerie I don't know I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it um it sounds you know Mario Kart is a good one I I really love Mario Kart mm. I just <laughs> I don't I don't know mm. yeah does 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 play the games drunk like lessen your feelings about the game like or is is you like i don't know is it kind of 
Or is it just like, I had, oh yeah, I got drunk and it was still a fun experience playing this again? Yeah, I, I'm scared it would change my experience. Some of these, mm. some of these games I don't want to touch again. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, like, <laughs> just a ba- like, like, what do you mean? You, it's you just, just a had bad, bad experience. <laughs> it's just, no. uh, I don't Such know. Such as? Really? <laughs> what, was, what was the one well, you yeah, said no, like, was you, you really liked as, you know, as a kid that you recently played drunk? What was that game? Uh, that was Tiny Toon Adventures Buster's Hidden Treasure. <laughs> oh, we, nice. were, we covered that a little few months back. So yeah, it, was, it, was it as good as you remembered it or, or, or was it different going back? It, it, was, it was definitely different. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize how hard it was. I guess I was more talented as a child. That's what uh, she said. <laughs> hi <laughs> That's horrible, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't think... <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> you just hit the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just wait. <laughs> wait till we There's get to the more. dirt world jokes. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> At least you didn't scare off with a pedophile joke this time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, so. that's, he's saving that for part two. No, yeah. Okay. So, what do we have? We have we're October of 1993, and it is volume 53. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do we what do we have on the cover, Ben? Super Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. The Force prevails, and we have a, a, a stoic-looking Yoda illustration on the front, and then Luke in the background trying to yeah. lift an X-wing out of the. Oh, I thought he was doing about. like the Jedi Lives Matter, like sticking his hands up. <laughs> 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 it's actually practicing his CrossFit. You must know his Jedi CrossFit. And then R two is buried in the ground. Apparently, I can't tell what's happened to R two. They're on. He's they're behind, on Dagobah, he's be, he's and he's like trapped in the. Yeah. He's oh, tra- that oh okay. that makes more sense. I looked. I thought yeah. he was trapped in the ground too. No, he's standing behind Yoda. Yoda's standing, Yoda's standing on a log. On a log. R two is behind him, but uh, for some reason. Uh, oddly, uh, fittingly enough, with your joke, R two is black, when he, <laughs> he's, he's he's usually blue. So uh, oh. I don't know why they messed this up. And Luke Skywalker, I believe he was blonde. So why is he a brunette in this one? Maybe eh? Yoda was when they got right. Maybe Yoda was trading like a different Jedi. I mean, when, that <laughs> that's what he been. meant when he said, "There's another." Like, no, there's actually another Luke right right over there. <laughs> yeah. He's just got brown hair. Wasn't talking about Leia. Was talking about someone entirely different. <laughs> Yoda's hedging his bets. Mm-hmm. He's he's got like bigs. He's got like bigs or wedge. Luke's, so, right. Luke's companion that survived. He's just like, all right, survived the death run. He did good enough to train. <laughs> so Valerie, does this does this like? How do you feel about this cover? Does it feel like right to you, or is there anything that's like a little bit off or? It seems really deep. It seems it <laughs> seems too deep for this. That's what um, she said. <laughs> I feel like oh, I'm gonna be setting you guys it. up for this all night. Yeah, be- she's just like oh, it's I like T ball. Um, did Yoda have green eyes in the movie? I don't remember that. Like I think no, it was too much they green. were not green. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what so they, they were, but they were definitely not green. And his they feet look really. This covers a complete abortion. Well, let's move on. <laughs> wow. His face is really good. I don't, yeah, I the face is that. good, but that, the perspective on the hands and feet seem off. The cloth on like, his like, robe is the pretty feet, decent. You don't see much in the movie, period, just because you, you'd pan down and see Frank Oz. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's incorrect or not, to be honest. Okay. 
Yeah. According so, again, to the like, uh, CG movies, it's incorrect, but yeah. yeah. Everything here has a Persian flaw. Like, Luke has different colored hair. R2-D2 is completely different color. And Yoda's got, like, different eyes. So, mm. it's like they're they're screwing up on purpose. Like, did they know how to get permission from Lucasfilm? And, of course, whenever you, whenever you see Yoda, it makes me think of one of my favorite jokes. You know who likes fisting? So, <laughs> let's move on to the uh, next page here. We've seen this before. This is the black and white advertisement about, hey, there's only one club that teaches you to jump on the furniture. Really? Is that where Tom Cruise got it? Hi-o. <laughs> Body slam your friends and drive like a maniac. No, so I guess Scientology is the second club. <laughs> The one that never leaves you. <laughs> no right. matter how hard you, no matter how fast you run. Yeah. And then the next page, we have the advertisement we saw last month about the new NES. So we've talked about this before, but uh, Valerie, um, did you ever remember seeing this model out in the wild? Uh, I I picked one up out from out in the wild, but uh, I don't remember it growing up. Okay. Is that, is that you, awkward for me? You no, no, it's not. It's not awkward. Uh, did you have, did you have the original NES growing up? Like where did like I, what did what what? I didn't. But I, I have to admit, and I apologize. I'm a Sega girl. I I'm Ooh. Sega Genesis all the way. So I didn't have a Nintendo. I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I had a Game Boy. Okay. Um, now we're but, talking. But uh, yeah, I'm Sega. Did, did you? Did you? But was sixty four? What was your first syst- Nintendo system then? Like um, chronologically, I guess sixty four or a GameCube uh, or. I fucking hate the sixty four. Um. <gasps> Finally, <laughs> hang up, hang up now. Blasphemer! Throw the holy water on her. <laughs> what was that line from the Body Snatchers? <laughs> 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 Alright, let's be fair. Do you not like the controller, or you yes, just didn't it's, care? Yes, it's okay. the controller. They, there oh, okay. were a lot of great games. <laughs> I play them on, like, I play the ROMs, but yep. I cannot mm. fuck with that. I can't, I'm sorry about my language. I can't mess with that No, it is, it is encouraged. The dirtier, <laughs> appropriate for the this dirtier podcast. you want to be, the better. <laughs> I have, the I have little hands. Like I have little hands. Mm. That controller's too big. It's just, no. Uh. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So, so Sega, so three, so three action buttons make sense to you rather than like a, a nice even number, like two or four. Mike gets this offended makes sense about, to you. about it. It totally does. So, let me ask you a different question. Have you ever played Fantasy Star? I have, but a lot of the game, like, yeah, I want to say that was as an adult, though. I didn't, I didn't play like those kind of games as a kid. Before, so, like, Mike as here. A kid, I was like more about the games. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Mike prides himself on being a uh, old school RPG fanatic, and yet he has he has never played a Fantasy Star game and discounts it because it was on the Sega system. Because so, I was broke ass and only had Nintendo hmm, systems. That doesn't ex- excuse the time that you've had to play this on an emulator, sir. Was broke ass. You're currently had, broke ass. <laughs> I had girls to hit on online, porn to watch, podcasts to do. I'm a busy man. <laughs> so I, I just need to. Add, I haven't played the games personally. I just know that there's a there's a legacy associated with them, and it is a favorite of many uh, old school gamers. Um, what would you say about the Fantasy Star uh, series in comparison to, to say uh, Final Fantasy? Um, I I never beat it. I am also big on RPGs, but that was like that came in 
like with PlayStation. So right. I want to say Fantasy Star. I had the one for Master System. That's okay. Um, okay. are there? I know. Weren't all four? Weren't the first four for the Master System? I, I, no, nah, I think the, I, one and two. I want to say were for Master System, and, and then Dreamcast. Three, four Dream, for, yeah, uh, you're right. There was Dreamcast. Genesis. I remember the Dreamcast. You had to, you could buy the little like 28k bit modem and actually play it. Uh, like they had an online component to it. So well, one of the games was called Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, Fantasy yeah. Star Online. That's right. Um, so what was you, your so your first system was a gen, was that the first system you had growing up was the Genesis though? Um, it was the Game Boy was first. I got the Genesis okay. a little bit after that. Uh, first system I actually played was the Turbo Graphics 16. Nice. That, I can't nice. say it was mine because it was my sisters, my older sisters. But I played. Okay. Uh, only thing I played that I really could grasp was Keith Courage, but I love that game. <laughs> um, I don't think I really played Nintendo much. Um, maybe at cousins' houses, I played some Mario. Right. But uh, really, I didn't really touch it till I was an adult. Okay, so now, but now you're going back and finding all the as a, all these gems like mm-hmm. through emulation and everything like that. Really, yeah, is a godsend. So, mm-hmm. do you and do you do you use your PC emulators, or have you built, you know, like a, any RetroPie or anything like that? Have you have you screwed I, around I, with any? We haven't messed with anything like that. We want to do that and build like an actual uh, arcade cabinet, but um, yeah. right now I just mostly, other than a few ROMs that I have like on a on a PSP, um, I do have mm-hmm. uh, cart, carts that I'll throw in the Retron Five, so I'll still play mm-hmm. that way, but. I'm going EverDrive with a lot of this stuff, so I have some nice. EverDrives. Unfortunately, my EverDrives have to go in the original consoles. They don't like the Retron Five doesn't uh, play them. So, mm. but well, if you decide you want to build one, uh, Ben and I have both built uh, the. Well, you're doing the. Did you do a RetroPie or did you do a Recal Box? I did a RetroPie, and I did a Recal Box, which are on both on the Raspberry Pi that mm-hmm. play all the old games. So, if you're looking, do we'll be happy to help you out with that if you're if you're looking to do that at any point. So awesome. <laughs> anyway, cheerful. yeah, it's about sixty bucks, and it's pretty damn cool. Like plays, like what is it, sixty thousand games or something like that? Is that the number it's at? I don't know. Every system ever. Yeah, pretty much. And that's well, up, that's well. the thing you can go ahead and throw in like an arcade cabinet, right? Is that what I right? To understand? Yeah, it does you like could. yeah, it plays like Mame. It has a Mame emulator and yeah. all kinds. Of, so Sweet. yeah, you could. My fat ass would prefer not to stand an arcade cabinet, so I <laughs> made sure I had a wireless remote to sit at the couch. But yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, table of contents. So let's go back to the past. So table of contents, Super NES. Here's what we're covering: Super Empire Strikes Back, Mortal Kombat. Super Barman, Plock, Cool Spot, Pack Attack, and Wing Commander The Secret Missions. And then for Game Boy, we're covering Mortal Kombat, Sports Illustrated Championship Football and Baseball, Jurassic Park, WWF King of the Ring, Lemmings. And then finally for NES, we're covering Battleship and the Flintstones, The Surprise at Dinosaur's Peak. The surprise here is that the NES games seem to be dying off. <laughs> Why is that a surprise? Well, it's it's about time. I mean, the Super Nintendo's been out for what almost a year at this point, and now we're finally seeing the NES game starting to draw starting to draw off. It was uh what, almost two years, right? Well, I know that 91? the last game was a uh, 1994 December Wario's Woods, mm-hmm. which I never played. Did any of you play that game? Hell no. <laughs> it was the very last Nintendo game made. Wario Woods. Yep. The more you know. 
So, Mike, tell me what's happening with this Malamute at the bottom by the dick nose drawer. <laughs> this time the saddle seems to be, well, you think the saddle was finally in use because he's riding the dog, but apparently the dog <laughs> has achieved such a speed that the boy is now being sucked off by the friction. Okay, I chose, I, I could have chose, I could have chose better words there. He's being pushed oh, off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's being pushed off by the friction of the air, I guess. He's now, like, sliding off the dog. He doesn't seem to know it, though, because he's not grasping for the reins. And uh, the, even the dogs turn around like, I don't feel you on my back anymore. You might want to grab onto something. <laughs> We're going at a good clip here, kid. You're going to hurt yourself. That's the look that the girl gives me when she says, are you in yet? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, She's just... already finished. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That's the sound of you not making me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's even better mm. than, this is nice, but get your thumb out and give me the real thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. I love it. Uh, Valerie's like, what did I sign on for here? <laughs> they said All they right. were a nice show. <sighs> Family oh. I was the one apologizing for my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's her thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have the player's pulse, and uh, the art at the top is done in the uh, vein of a tube of toothpaste. And, uh, yeah, I, I, interesting choice. I have no idea why. Um, we'll go ahead and read the uh, first one, which hails from our neck of the woods, Mesa, Arizona. We have Philip J. Vanover writing in saying, Four years ago, I began playing NES video games with my son, Derek. By working on games, uh, Zelda, Dragon Warrior, etc., together, helping each other, the lines of communication began to open between us. Now I find that we are not just father and son, we are friends as well. As a result of this, however, I now find myself totally hooked on Nintendo. It wasn't long before I had my own NES, then Game Boy, then finally Super NES. Enclosed is a photo of myself on my 41st birthday. My wife made the Mario shirt, and my cousin made the Mario cake, which I could not bring myself to cut. It does I, I would I wouldn't eat that cake. There's roofies in it. Looking at him, like <laughs> <laughs> that, so, cake, that cake Phillip. has like it's like it's like eighty percent roofie. Like I'm not eating a slice. There's of that. no way that dude's not driving around a van. Yeah, he's got Philip has got the amazing combination of like early '90s giant glasses and like super honed molestash going on. <laughs> as well as what looks like a receding hairline. You can't really see because of the mm -hmm. top of the picture. Uh, we're, not but we're not just father and son. We are friends with benefits as well. Oh, oh, no. The family tree don't branch much down here. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh. <laughs> okay, so... So uh, I looked up Philip... Jay Vanover, by the way, that's what I was clicking away on a couple minutes ago. Nice. Apparently, he ended up moving to Iowa, and he's like 65 years old. He's not on Facebook, but that's disappointing. So Aww. we have a couple other cakes. There's also um, an NES cake. An NES cake, yeah, and then a Street Fighter. Why cake. is it all white instead of gray? Uh, <laughs> Ran out of food coloring, obviously. His my mom, uh, his mom didn't you know what? I, I, don't, I, don't I just know. remembered. My uh, sister-in-law actually made me an NES cake for uh, our engagement uh, dinner as like a. Oh yeah, cake. that was super sweet. <laughs> that was, was so sick. <laughs> yeah, that was legit. Oh, man, that is so awesome. 
<laughs> we got so drunk at his wedding, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's glorious. Mike, I wish you could have been there. Uh, uh, yeah, if only we weren't separated by a freaking country. I know. I was like the Someday, beer friend. Someday. I just kept producing beers if out of my pa- jacket. <laughs> if this Patreon kicks off, patreon.com slash playing with power podcast, you could finance <laughs> oh. on the road episodes where I could actually get down to Arizona because mm-hmm. I got a passport, so that's taken care of. You just got to get, like, to help finance the gap in my work schedule. No, what we the, need to do, uh, we need to, like, we need to, we need to hook up an RV with a bunch of emulators and, like, and game across America, you know? That's what we need to do. <laughs> Podcast across America? Yeah. All right. That would be uh, great, because you know what? Maybe we might actually get viewer, maybe we might get a viewer in each state. Yeah, exactly. Like, Valerie, if you had a CB radio handled, do you know do you know what it would be like? Do you have one picked out for oh. you know going on, going oh, down geez. the highway? That's putting me on the spot. I mean, uh, like breaker breaker. This is Big V. Hello, <laughs> oh, no. Big, big V. Can I be small V? Small V. <laughs> Juicy V. I don't nice know whatever you want. Tight V. Tight V. Tight V. Fuck it. Tight V. It is. <laughs> this is tight V. We got any Smokies out on I one O out near out near Lubbock? <laughs> Anyway, I, I don't know. <laughs> Mine'll be Big Ben, of course. <laughs> Mine'll be Glory Hole. <laughs> I, like I guess mine would be nice. Motormouth. <laughs> Motormouth. All right. That would like that would it. also be my pickup line to the ladies. <laughs> break a break, break a break it there, little rubber duckies. How about uh, how about you come on over there, like take a little nice pit stop over at, at uh, I'll be at the uh, I'll be at the truck stop over in Mesa. If any of you ladies. <laughs> Around, it's like Boomhauer <laughs> as a, as a, <laughs> Boomhauer on the CV radio. Hey, lady, lady got the, got them little ladies over there. Little ladies, small ladies, Asian ladies. Ah, no, 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 no discrimination, man. These these lips are uh, these lips are all, all inclusive, man. Pakistan, <laughs> all right. All right, the Sorry. next letter. We don't, we don't, we, we don't read the whole issue, Valerie, but we do like to read the letters. So, um, I, uh, Josh Dalbaca of Eden Prairie, Minnesota, or Montana. Uh, I would like to introduce myself as a great Nintendo player and fan. I'm 12 years old. Looks like Philip would be interested in him. And I've been playing Nintendo for about five years now. I can continue to get excited mm-hmm. with each new game that I have a chance to try out. The games that I really enjoy. I usually have to, I usually have to save for a while to buy. Yeah, because my family fucking sixty bucks in the nineties. <laughs> my family collects rocks, minerals, and fossils as the main hobby of our lives. <laughs> oh man! Oh, we're talking about being dealt a bum oh. hand. All right, uh, uh, I earned the money to buy my first Nintendo by collecting dinosaur gastroliths in Wyoming and selling them to others who were interested in fossils and rocks. Oh, that's a fun crowd. I later sold if, my If NES. I'm really good, my dad lets me categorize the rocks to my own system. <laughs> if I'm good. As they're cool. not rocks, they're geodes. They're <laughs> minerals. Minerals, Laurie. Whatever the guy's name. Uh, uh, anyway, I now uh, I sold my NES to, uh, to buy my Super NES, and I now play on that. I would someday like to buy a Game Boy along with a series of games to play while we take our extended drives to other states on our rock collecting Trips. Are you By the sure way, this, are you sure that's not going to be too much fun for you to handle? It is a little <laughs> nerdy, but um, 
in Tucson in the in like around now actually it's you know in February or so every year they do have like a big um, mineral show. <laughs> And I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, I did go check it out once or twice. Like they would have whole whole, whole hotels with like filled with people selling stuff from around the world. So it's kind of yeah, a gem but, show. Yeah, what it was called. Yeah, but yeah. it's like one of the biggest ones in the world for some reason in Tucson. What, were That's there more any for female, like jewelry though? Right? <laughs> were there yeah. any female groupies there? You called like the Stone Foxes? <laughs> if you like so. them over the age of sixty, sure. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty diverse crowd. I don't know, like when you're in when you're in Tucson and you're bored. Uh, there's not there's not a whole ton to do so hey lady you know. compared to these rocks you're practically a teenager so let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right and then the Nintendo power responded uh, dinosaur gastroliths we probably dinosaur get... gastroliths you said that a little fast remember yeah, some of our listeners are actually deaf <laughs> <laughs> those are the best ones. we're gonna talk about that <laughs> we probably shouldn't get into a lengthy discussion about what they actually are but we think it's pretty cool that you use dinosaur-related material to buy your games. Most people go for paper route or mowing lawns and so forth. But dinosaurs, wow. Is there anyone else out there that has used prehistoric material in order to purchase their Nintendo games? I have a really old 50 in my pocket. <laughs> All right, Mikey, you want the last, the last one? <laughs> sure. Steve Brown from Paramus, New Jersey says... Why won't subscribers be receiving the Mario's player's guide, the Mario Paint player's guide for free? Getting the top secret passwords player guide was great. Well, Steve, the password player's guide was created as a great kickoff of the Super Power Club. We're glad you liked it. However, it's costly to produce and mail a player's guide, especially for the large number of subscribers that we have. Also a consideration was that the number of subscribers that own Mario Paint isn't enough to justify a guide to sending a guide to every single subscriber. We Maybe were confident they would have sold that, more co- copies if they'd sent the guide out. Uh, whatever. <laughs> just uh, put a voucher in the just put a voucher in the game that you can send a Nintendo Power for a free one. There you go. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they didn't do it. We were <laughs> confident that everyone could get use out of the password guide. We're quite proud of the work that went into putting the Mario Paint guide together. It's a great value and it will surely help people beat a game that has no plot. <laughs> All right. And then what else do we have? Um, the Star Fox competition. It, Trevor Petersma, lucky winner. Trevor! The, Trevor! Winner of the Super Star Fox has informed that he won the grand prize. He was in, he responded with belie- disbelief. When Nintendo called to tell me I'd won, I didn't think it was for real. I thought someone was playing a joke. So, what up? What happened? As a grand prize winner, Trevor <laughs> had the choice to take his family on an all-expense-paid trip from Garland, Texas, to one of four fantastic international locations or bagging a 15 grand pride prize so he took the money good lame. good guy how's uh, lame lame hey anyway. with that you can uh, you can save that and go to school and then get a good job and then you can go anywhere you want on vacation <laughs> all right so, on to did gail do anything before, yeah before we get to that gail admitted to taking bribes so she oh, talks wow. about how a she big battle right out on the, to... on the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's talking about how they have a difficult time picking the cover game every every month. And uh, they ended up picking Super Empire Strikes Back. And she says, the fact that JVC bought me an X-Wing had nothing to do with our cover decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next up, we have Super <sighs> Empire Strikes Back. Valerie, do you have any experience with this game? I don't, unfortunately. It looks uh, 
It you have seen the movie good. at least, yes? I, I have, yes. Okay, <laughs> there were there. We, we would have to end the podcast at this point. <laughs> Do you want to hear yeah, something sad, ha- though? We, I haven't we seen... would have to accidentally drop your call. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I, I didn't see any Star Wars movies until I was at least probably 20. So I didn't watch them. That's as a not. Kid. That's not. That's not sad. Okay. Like, like some families, they just—it's not their thing. And you know, did, did you did you enjoy them once you got around to watching them? Or I did. Yeah, I do. Okay, like good. Star Wars. Yeah. Good. 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 Then you can stay on the podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Answer playing correctly, this game. Did you? And I know <laughs> Ben really likes this game. So Mike, or is this a trifecta of enjoyment out of this game? Or yeah. I mean, okay. I remember playing the friggin' hell out of this game, loving it, zipping around, uh, chopping up things on my tauntaun, and then when it comes to the speeder level where you get to swirl around the uh, the walkers, uh, this is just and it. You they delivered the movie, and you mm-hmm. get to be you get to play the movie, and it's just great, absolutely. Great. Yeah, you take down the Paul Walkers. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> No. Surprisingly put, easy to crash. You just put a light pole and then you, you send him towards it. <laughs> and then there's an epilogue where you have to find his brother <laughs> to play his part in the movie. Oh, yeah, it goodness. turns out it's a, it, his brother is the one that takes his place as he blows up the rebel station. <laughs> the power battery. Uh, uh, so yeah, so we have... To describe the coverage, they, they have um, a picture of Darth Vader and one one of the uh, snow uh, stormtroopers. Two of them. On the cover. Oh, is there a second one? Where's the second Oh, yeah, there's a second page. Sorry. Second page. Bleeds over. Yeah. Yep, that's Vader and his posse. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the game opens up on Hoth, and the first uh, stage is pretty much uh, serves as a tutorial. It teaches you like, the jumping and shooting and all, all that, and then... You have to make your way through a cave system, is what I remember. It's pretty fun. Like so the coverage here, they break it down. There's pretty good maps and breakdowns of the different areas. And what can we you need talk to about do. the items real quick? Yeah, I'd love to. I want to talk about the the uh, item for One Up, which is just Luke's head. <laughs> 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 he looks a bit like Annie Lennox if she ate like a, a really tart Jolly Rancher. He's he's kind of got like Trump eyes going on, like the spray tan, like goggle look. I don't know. It's like yeah, the, the hair is getting there too. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like a Trump head. Um, mm-hmm. If if elected leader, I will bring global warming to Hoth. It makes sense <laughs> why we can the, you finally know. see some beaches. Nice property, great great land. I'm gonna open up some resorts there. Future plans. Gonna like good plans. Good plans. I got big plans. Big league, and then yeah, every time you uh, you 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 touch the one up, it just says huge, huge. (laughs) Fake empire, sad. (laughs) Empire not so empire not so bad once you get to know them. Ah, and then uh, my friend Putin here, he's not so bad. Um, okay, it's my job to the- bring the resistance and the empire closer together. We're gonna, we're gonna. It's a time of unity for us. We're gonna stick together. By we're gonna make the republic <laughs> great again. We're gonna, destru- <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna foster unity by destroying everyone who disagrees with us. And that Leia, makes sense. I'm telling Leia you, these, no- these Jedi's are bad hombres. 
Later, I had no no complaints about my hands. You know what I mean? We're gonna. I'm sorry, a, but they gotta go. We're gonna erect a four foot wall on Endor to keep these Ewoks from entering our villages illegally. China had a wall. Any Ewoks in China? Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good. So they talk about the uh, Jedi gymnastics. <laughs> He's got a, Luke's able to double jump, slide, and then they show off um, my. I've talked about this several times. Uh, the blasters, and you can see Chewie there, fully erect. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> shooting yeah. his blaster into the air. So not inappropriate. Honestly, like this, this is probably the game of like you know, but at least of the entire like NES and Super NES. The sixteen bit, eight bit generation. This is the Star Wars game that like probably is the best and captures the movie the best out of out of any of them. I would I would say like I think this is mm-hmm. if you're if you're going to go play and one retro Star Wars game like this is the one to go play is what I would say about this game. Right? I mean that's that's how yeah. I, feel I mean about it, at least for the most part it's a you know side scrolling platform game um, where you play mostly as Luke, sometimes as Chewbacca, sometimes as Han Solo. Um, usually, obviously, with a lightsaber if you're Luke, and um, it's just good action, actiony fun. And then uh, the best part of the game is that they they intersperse it with these levels, where you actually uh, do like a mode uh, mode seven type. Uh, it's not a race, but you're playing as the snow speeder to take down the ATATs. Um, what else is in this one? There's like a cloud. There's like the cloud car city thing. one. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and like I like the Wampa instead of being like slightly bigger than Luke, like an abominable snowman, like it was. This mm-hmm. time they just decide to make him like a full screen boss that uh, attacks you with freeze breath, and that you have to like slice his face off with the lightsaber mm-hmm. or something. Uh, and... I've been on worse dates. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to take down one of the probe droids, which uh, it looks massive. It's like when you consider like Han and Chewie shooting one of those things down. It didn't look that big. And then when Luke takes on one, it's the size of, like, his speeder. Yeah. So, let's see. You you head from Hoth to the Rebel base, and then mm-hmm. you go off to Dagobah. You have to battle your way well, through the swamp. You also, yeah, you get to play uh, Han as when I mean, you're fleeing the base, because it's a great use of switching <laughs> characters, so you can cover all the different areas. Mm. So Han is the one that's fleeing the base, and he has to uh, personally shoot down an ATST walker himself hmm, while yep. doing these sweet flips in the air. Because I guess you you don't need to use the force. You just need to like, I guess you just have to like bang somebody. You just you have to do... bang somebody with the force without a rubber, and then you like you've got like force powers for a bit. <laughs> it's like force light. And then in Cloud City, do you get to play as like Billy D. Williams then, or? <laughs> You just walk around sipping cold 45. <laughs> so they ah. have a bit of liberty with uh, some of the level design and, and uh, enemies, but essentially it's following you through the movie. So later you get to Dagobah, uh, you know, you meet Yoda, you battle a Swamp Thing monster. <laughs> he, said, um, he said Dagobah like Trump would say it, Dagobah. 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 <laughs> you got your Cloud City. So many undesirables in here. Bad hombres. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see uh, Chewbacca. Look on page 16, bottom left, and you'll see what I'm talking about. 
Oh, where he shoots his load. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. That's the position right there, and he just shot it. It's mid midair. Hmm. <laughs> Hot wiki load heading right at you. <laughs> the animation. He pulls his arm back. <laughs> He's got to keep his balance because his legs give up. So, Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't here before, so one of Ben's favorite parts of this game growing up was if you use Chewbacca in a specific way, he, like, shoots off a, a bolt of energy or whatever, but it looks like he's, uh, like, working one out, and it shoots out. Pleasuring like, himself. Yeah, just the way that they animated him, it just wasn't right, like, the so, uh, yeah. And everything. Not, yes. not quite, like, that graphic, but yeah, it's... It's not. It's not a stretch of the imagination uh, that, yeah, that you, can, you, you get some sweet like Wookie juices all over the place. Mm-hmm. Is the idea here? So. Well, I guess I'll be playing it then. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you just sold me on it. <laughs> Wookie juice. There we go. Nothing sells the game like Wookie jizz. <laughs> all right. And then, so what? The final battle is that you, you battle Vader on in Cloud City, right? Like yep. that's uh, okay. That's yeah. it. Oh yeah, you get to see uh, you get to fly around through Cloud City. Excellent use of Mode Seven, and then you take on Vader, which I don't know. Like it's it's kind of awesome, though. You know you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, well, it's one one not hand at easy. least. <laughs> All right, the next game we have up is Mortal Kombat for the uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, this so game, Valerie this, this got to play the uh, the uncensored version on uh, the Genesis, most likely, um, with the uh, uh, blood and everything. I know that uh, on on Nintendo, they uh, super censored it, so you don't see the blood at all. Isn't it like green blood? It's they still have something. Yeah, I think they did green for uh, this, at least the Super Nintendo, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure the Super Nintendo had green. They're just blood. sweating Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's green. So, did you play any like uh, arcade Mortal Kombat or Genesis Mortal Kombat when you were younger, or are you I, a fighting game person I at all? Had, I had Mortal Kombat too, and I loved that game so much. So nice. I played it a lot. Now, are you good at? Did you learn the combos, or did you just like mutton, button mash against your your siblings? You just uh, mutton chopped your way through. <laughs> mutton, yeah, mutton bash. That's I a would, Scottish move. I would play against my. <laughs> I would play against my stepdad, and I did, I think, I want to say the book taught you the moves, the little book that came with it. So. Oh, okay. So I did Mutton learn the moves. Bash. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm sorry. Wait, so your stepdad, so your stepdad was a gamer? He was, yeah. He played with me a little bit. Oh, that's cool. So th- that's the second stepdad because uh, our prior uh, female guest was, uh, her stepdad was Howard Phillips, the uh, original editor-in-chief of Nintendo yep. Power, so we have two gamer creator. stepdads uh, involved with the uh, female guests so far. So. Hooray yeah. for gamer stepdads. Yay! Play, play uh. video games with your kids, everyone. So, <laughs> so this uh. comes from Acclaim, um, and this is one of their, I think, it, you know, first good games, right, I want to say? Uh, yeah, I mean... Midway. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. It came from Midway. My bad. But nah. still, they're the publisher of it. I'm going to give them some credit. I mean, up before then, they've been, uh, you know, LJN's uh, bastard child, which is not <laughs> a great place to be. And uh, mm. now they finally got a good game under their belt, which isn't, isn't just a licensed game. So they have their own unique IP from Midway that they're publishing. It turns out when they're not walking in someone else's footsteps, they can actually step correct. So obviously, yeah. I mean, so 
I mean, pretty much everyone knows what Mortal Kombat is. I mean, it was super, the first, probably the, I would have to say it's the first hyper-violent, like, mm-hmm. video game that was that was out, fighting, at least, hyper-violent video game. Um, and it, it produced was, the first semi-decent video game movie adaptation. Yeah, and uh, it was, I think, obviously, it was a, an arcade game first, and then it was mm-hmm. ported over to every system that could handle it. Yep. Uh, and it's the first. It, it really is the first one that brought up a wave, a short-lived wave for a year or two of really sort of hyper-realistic graphics, where they took photos of real people or, or uh, you know, stop-motion animation figures and whatnot, and uh, that was what you're playing as. So right. I mean, we see like what Clay Fighter, and like there's a whole bunch of other ones that kind of use this this method. But this is the only one I think I really remember. Um, being successful at it, yeah. Until until like the you know like the Tekkens and the other, you know the, but those were all like PlayStation N sixty four generation. Um, what's the game that I? Um, God, it's gonna drive Killer Instinct. That was a Super mm-hmm. Nintendo game, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it sixty four? Yeah. It was made by Super Rare, Nintendo. right? Super Nintendo, yes. Okay, so, but yeah, I mean, this was definitely everybody. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to like. Describe Mortal Kombat if you haven't played it. Uh, you know, one-on-one tournament-style fighter. You you select one fighter and try to beat all the other fighters, and then like final bosses. Well, uh, we went through ma- this with Street Fighter, basically. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Well, what make what makes the game special? That really now set you it aside. Now, now you fight an enemy with two sets of arms. Well. Was that there's a finishing move like after? It's a bit more fantastical. Know. It's got magic, you know, more magic in it involved. Uh, you've right. got, like Mike said, the the guy with the four arms. You've got guys that can uh, throw ice, uh, lightning. You've got Goro, Goro as the uh, yeah Goro as the four arm yeah. guy. Yeah, I, I think I think we already talked about uh, Chewbacca's finishing moves. So <laughs> talk about the other ones. Well, but yeah, like if you haven't played it, what's special is that there's they. They they're called fatalities, and each each player has their own special fatality, and it's like sort of a very gory, hyper hyper realistic way of like ripping someone's spine out or heart out or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. um, you've, you've probably seen a lot of games that, have, but this was really the first to do that. Um, the iconic, I mean, there's a lot of iconic characters, but um, you know, Sub Zero and Scorpion are probably the most iconic. Um, Sub Zero's move of of he sends like a spear on a chain kind of thing through your heart and then reels it back and has like your whole is it your spine and your skull? Oh, that uh, was just your heart, wasn't it? Your called heart? the uh, wasn't it called the Van Dam spear? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it says right here on the page twenty four the Van Dam spear. That's the one that really got them into trouble. Uh, and there was all kinds of. Uh, Hullabaloo in uh, Congress about this, and I remember there being a lot of anti-video game. <laughs> Teenage boys are on. yelling at girls, "Get over here!" <laughs> yeah. So, <coughs> who else we have in here? We got Luke Kang. Sort of the answer we to Ryu. About the, well, I thought we were yeah. going to talk about the players in order because, like, there's some good art here. Can yeah. Though, so, any? how they done sure. the cover? The coverage is kind of like a comic book style, which is odd for. Mortal Kombat, but, um, so, yeah, it Johnny works. Cage is the first. Yeah, it, it's yeah. good coverage. Shensung, for some reason, looks like every stereotypical Fu Manchu guy, but, uh, <laughs> did he look like that in the game? 
Yeah, he because there's a scene in the back where he's like sitting in a pagoda overlooking the battle. Like he looked like that in the game. Oh, because all I remember is the movie where he just basically looked like evil Bruce Lee. No. <laughs> all right, so, so um, and Johnny so Cage. each char- each character they have a breakdown of like a little bit of his backstory, some stats about like age, height, weight, and then um, yeah, know, Johnny Cage w- here. Johnny Cage here looks like James Woods. <laughs> so um, what do you, James you, Woods? Right. <laughs> no, he looks like a ripped uh, Robert Redford. Yeah. That's what I would say. So each uh, each page is broken down where you get to see how you would fight as them, fight against them, or specific, specifically using them against Goro, even <laughs> though Goro's not the last boss. <laughs> yeah, and, he's a uh, bitch to go against in this game. We even get uh, another another half of the page goes towards special moves, where Johnny's has green flame, don't know how that manifests since he's not a magical creature. He's just like a, a Hollywood guy that showed up to the wrong audition. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see uh, his agents and his press a- and his press lady behind him saying like, "You've got to be back by the fifteenth. You're rescheduled to start. Sh- you're scheduled to start shooting Iron Claw on the seventeenth, and you haven't even read the script." And uh, his agents just like Johnny. These people could be crazy. This tournament isn't sanctioned by any martial arts organization, and I can't find one person who's even heard of the thing. Just <laughs> reconsider. And his act—he's <laughs> got this adorable sneer on his face, and his answers just nope. So is this the uh, tournament that you, Mike they, found a cartoon? He has to read it. There yes. we go. So is this the the tournament they evolve they uh, uh, get to once they beat the Kumite? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and then so I mean, Kano, Kano looks like Cy- he looks like Cyborg Superman, mm-hmm. and he's just a bad dude. And uh, fighting as him, he has a knife attack. If you fight against him, you have to counter his moves using a high punch to stop his roll spin. And then fight, and then fighting Goro. Goro can't handle Kano's jump kicks. And then we get to see his jump kick demonstrated in the comic as he doesn't kick, but just simply jumps out of the back of a moving truck with a gun. Mm-hmm. It, like, as if he's, like, forgotten, he already has a long-range weapon. He doesn't have to abandon his vehicle. And then we have uh, Raiden uh, as well. Uh, they have the coverage of... So his he, he, he like, throws his, his like... Um, <clears throat> his, his rice pan, his rice hat. He had. Yeah, right? He's an actual, his, like, god, right? He's a yeah. shaman or something, yeah. I yeah, thought he was like an actual lady. god. He's a I think he's like, I think he was a, like a half human, half god, if I remember his story. It's been a while since I've. All I know is the casting for him for the movies was awful. They cast a French actor, Christopher, Christopher Lambert, as the Raiden, Highlander. The Highlander himself. As well, they figured the, he already he already has a lot of uh, he already has a lot of experience with lightning techniques. <laughs> with lightning and explosions being immortal so, <laughs> yeah from cutting off people's heads and absorbing their power with the quickening so you know just put, give them more of this like you can probably even, even reuse the same special effects you can just reuse the same scene since the lightning's shooting around him mm-hmm. so they call All him right. a sky elemental that's what they call him here mm-hmm. yeah so I think he is a sky god you're right my favorite guy Raiden that's a handful of Ben's people seal of approval. Leaky, <laughs> a handful of people in the leaky boat are going to save the world. Exactly. Okay. It's odd. From yeah. the movie? No, I don't remember the movie. I remember Christopher Lambert, and that's about it. 
Yeah, and he says here, I fear no mortal, mm-hmm. and your tournament is no more great and noble than the decrepit body your spirit possesses. I have long watched your practices, Sang Song. You are nothing but a peasant sorcerer. And then we have Liu Kang, who is the martial artist. Yeah, basically and, Bruce Lee. Yep, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, like we were saying, to keep things moving, <laughs> Sonya. Uh, uh, and, yeah, it keeps it moving just by having him in the camp. Oh, my God, he kicks this guy so hard. <laughs> it looks like he's kicked out his body from under his head. <laughs> and he, no words, he just just mutilates this guy with a kick. And uh, Sub-Zero, thankfully, doesn't have a comic. <laughs> and Scorpion... Uh, he's got uh, Nick Cage as Ghost Rider talking to him. Uh, <laughs> yes, you murdered me exactly two years ago to this day, but my demons have allowed me to return to avenge my death. I could kill you at this moment, but I am not a murderer. Really? So, then why'd you go to hell? He's talking to, yeah, whatever. Or because <laughs> he killed the himself, I- Mike. <laughs> the, the IRS. <laughs> Yeah, Scorpion's resurrected. That's his story. So, um, he's down. and then so tell him to say hi to Robin Williams. <laughs> oh. he's, he, <laughs> he's not a murderer, but he did touch a few kids, so that's why he's in hell. That's the difference between Robin and, and Batman. Batman can hang upside down. <laughs> oh. oh my! God. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> All right, and Sonia is our final profiled character. Uh, she <laughs> mercifully, yeah, yep. So, oh my god, she looks like a dude in this. I mean, whoever drew her does not know how to draw like, She's, a female uh, face. She's the female guile. Yeah, they gave her way too prominent of a jawline. That's guile and drag. Yeah. So, next game, Super Bomberman. It's a Yay. blast. Tossing bombs. Tossing bombs. We still have Valerie. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, you're here. Did you? you She's you just bomber, not impressed. Are you a Bomberman girl? I'm not. Oh, even as even at parties or anything, like it's super great in like as multiplayer. I'm with you. Like I don't play. I've never played Bomberman without like four other people, but or three other people. But um, if you're playing in a group, it's great. If if you're if you're just I don't know anybody that just plays Bomberman by themselves though. If you has, has anyone ever sat down and actually played Bomberman single player? I Tried know. to. I think I did rented it. I'm terrible. At it. <laughs> it was it was kind of repetitive, so I was just like, <laughs> yeah. How would I like so do, 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 to describe Bomberman? To describe Bomberman as someone that hasn't played Bomberman, it's a it's a grid and you walk around it and and place bombs that like go vertically and horizontally away from the point that you've placed the bomb at. And the idea is that you use the bomb strategically, like, against uh, enemies or obstacles and things like that um, on each grid. It's kind of like a puzzle slash whatever, but the real, like, where where Bomberman has always shown more than anything else is the multiplayer mode where you're battling against each other. Like, oh dear god, yep. is it good um, as a multiplayer aren't, game. Aren't they bringing Bomberman back for the Switch? Yeah, they are. Super Bomberman mm-hmm. are. And in so fact, it's so it? good. It's so good as Ben is about to mention. They included the multi-tap in the yes. game patch. On the bottom of page twenty-nine, Valerie, can you describe this uh, CGI barman for us? Would you mind? Uh, which page? Are the the first page. Page, page twenty-nine, fifth page. The one where he's that. The one with them next to the multi-tap. Yes. Don't say anything. I want to <laughs> oh hear. I want to hear what she says about it. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, it looks like Cartman. <laughs> <laughs> queef. <laughs> Cartman giving a queef. Or a, or a butt plug. <laughs> That's what the little dot on Where do you do your oh. shopping? That was, that was better than I could have ever hoped for. Uh, they got these clouds on the margin, but they have like little clouds shooting off of them. But under Bomberman, these these rays of light and the clouds are just aligning to make it look like Bomberman's in a dress, farting. He's, Remember, kids. Yeah, this is wearing, either wearing a bell or a muumu. <laughs> Remember, kids, anything's a butt plug if you try hard enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's Bomberman. It's actually Super Bomberman, technically, to be accurate. Mm -hmm. um, anything? I don't remember anything. I don't know if I... They all blend together. Like I don't no, remember. Any it's got better graphics. Bomb, it's got better graphics. It's got a campaign. It's got two player mode. It's got two to four player battle mode. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I don't care it. about any of the campaign stuff. Just like, <laughs> is the multiplayer good or not? And I think it is because if you ever no. played Load Runner and thought, man, it would be nice if I could play as one of these enemies. Well, then Bomberman is your answer because that was Bomberman's first game. If you're gonna there's play Bomberman, I think there's a version you can play as like eight people, and that's the one to play. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not this one. Nope. I think it's is well, that Genesis could... that has it. <laughs> so, it the next game. What the hell is Plock. this? Plock. Plock. He's an I angry clansman. Plock. I've never heard of this game. It's a platformer, right? Yeah. <laughs> angry clansman. Oh, like because there, there's a happy clansman, the well-adjusted content clansman. Well, like he's like an enraged clansman. And then he goes off to Cotton Island. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> uh, the game sells itself. What else do we have to say? <laughs> All right. Um, no. So, Plock is, is is from this run of Super Nintendo games that we had, and uh, where they tried to make a mascot out of a character. Like, I mean, sometimes it works. Sometimes you like you, you create you create Sonic, and it's a and it's a franchise that goes on forever. And sometimes you end up with a Plock, a big load of Plock. <laughs> and uh, you can get you can guess where this is. So the mechanics of this game, there's a lot. You can, there's a lot of sliding, um, from what I remember. I, I don't. I, it kind of has like a Paper Mario aesthetic to it. Like yeah. It's kind of cel shaded. It's like the like graphics. On, it's more like Yoshi's Island. Yeah, that might be more accurate. They took. They put a lot of effort into these inserts because they've got like as the main insert spread across the uh, the front. Mm. We've got oh, to see yeah. a claymation, uh, spiders, a. A mouth on a body, uh, tiny little claymation ants, a uh, vampire gargoyle demon statue. Yeah, I want to hear. Plock is in front. I want to hear the basics of Plock from Valerie. Okay, okay tell, Valerie, take us away. Can you tell us about you the know, basics of Plock. I'm gonna tell you what I'm stuck on. How about that? I'm on page. 31 and I'm looking at this magic fruit. <laughs> I don't know what you guys see. Ah, but I see it too. I think I have one that looks similar. And let me just tell you what it says here. The bigger these fruits are, the more they restore Plock's energy. Oh. 
I would think it's opposite, but that is uh, that's some interesting it's got the, art. It's got, the, it's got the tickler attachment on it. <laughs> no, I don't know if you're seeing the same thing because I'm seeing I'm looking at the center. Test. I'm looking at the center and I'm seeing a big anus. I, I'm seeing a vagina, guys. Like, do you oh, see yeah, the little ball at the top? You can oh, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. See, if you look at like the other way, a... you can see a dick because it's got like the helmet. It's just weird. Like. I as, thought it looked as, like someone like bent over their ass in the ear, and like the ball <laughs> and the flower were sticking out of it, like a tail. Oh, oh okay. it's like we're being moved. I can see nothing, that too. nothing good <laughs> is going on here. Whatever. This is the Rorsch, This is a Rorschach test for perverts. <laughs> I, I see everything but fruit. I see a cock. I see an asshole. I see a pussy. Butt fruit. Oh look! Oh look! Went, went in and came out a pickle. All right. In, what else? In, in the in the middle, we get to see that he's a Trump voter because he's got like a uh, an American, Amer- American an American yeah. flag helmet. It looks like and, an afro. And he's sitting on a turret. Hmm? Yeah, what like American that? flag oh, yeah. afro. Surprise well, gift. Well, hold yeah. on. Wait, I think he's got uh, two two passports. He's on the left page here on 30. He's got like a British flag thing behind yeah. his head. I don't know what's going on here. He's multinational. And he's got like he's got kind of a Canadian helmet too there. Like That mm-hmm. probably slows him down a whole bunch. And then when you look at the bottom, <laughs> he looks like he's got like a Japanese helmet. And he's even giving like a squinty look. Well, he's yeah. got it, so that's kind of like racist. It's like the kamikaze <laughs> helmet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> kamikaze! <laughs> kamikaze punch! <laughs> and then he's got like a British Sherlock Holmes helmet with a with with an el- with a musket. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh my god. I don't re- like this game was this game was more fucked up than I remember. It's when he does his all his favorite dating elementary. Uh, and there's like a skill level, normal and child's play. <laughs> Which, given so, the movies that were out at the time, you think child's play would be like this horrifically de- terrible difficulty. Could have been. So, Plock is a platformer, <laughs> and the art style is very unique. There's a lot of like, um, I don't know, how would you describe it? It's just very, it's, 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 it's cartoony. It's yeah. made to look like, you know, a Saturday morning cartoon car- show. Yeah. That's colorful. Slash very mm-hmm. colorful, lots of pinks, lots of reds, lots of oranges. Uh, it's kind of got like... stylized. Good shading, good use of background. Just, it's a very colorful and vibrant looking game. It mm. it kind of looks like Earthworm Jim a little bit to me. Like, I can see kinda that. Kind of got that kind of vibe a child's to a little version bit. of Earthworm Jim, yes. Yeah, with... Uh, angry Klansman is your main character. Like they just didn't think this through. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and then he briefly turns into his Nintendo variant in uh, page thirty-three. When you look at number seven, the Blind Leap, as soon as he takes a little bit of damage, he becomes a Nintendo character, which is just an outline in one color. Right. Well, NES Oops. character. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, then there's. So- they're just going over different levels at this point. We talked about Cotton Island. About oh yeah, Cotton Island. <laughs> Acrylic? Uh, how is yeah. an island? The big uh, island of polyester. Plot calls well, acrylic. Well, acrylic, poly- they're all fabrics. And then uh, Legacy Island is kind of cute because it just turns into a monochrome. It's a black and white level. Yeah, because yeah. he's visiting his, uh, his pappy. Mm. <laughs> he's grandpappy. visiting uh, Mammy. <laughs> <laughs> And there's Sleepy Dale, which is the Cosby level. 
<laughs> and Dreamy Cove. Yeah, it's it's Cosby themed enemy there. And then uh, yeah, and the it's called and and it's the the island of polyester. Ugh. This is uh this is certainly a uh, fun looking game. Yeah, Definitely it, want to, uh, bring it this looks. Out. I, I I think it was overlooked by history, but um, you know it's a little interesting. It's so. got decent user reviews on GameFAQs. That's all I know. Okay. All right, and the other side of the centerfold after the game, we have a great game coming our way. A fantastic poster for the Secret of Mana. The scan is not fantastic, so you might have to put an upload. Yeah, this <laughs> is all this is glorious. Uh, um, it is really nice. Um, you've got the the giant mana tree of mana. You've got a big red uh, dragon in the middle, and you've got your heroes at the bottom. That part um, confuses me because I don't remember fighting a red dragon. You summon a mana dragon, but he's pure white. He's like Falcor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And uh, this this goofy looking thing from a uh, from a tapestry does not belong in the game. Doesn't he looks belong. nice. Yeah, he looks nice, but doesn't really belong in the in the uh, art either, because it would have been as much as the tree. Talking about the poster, it's this amazing epic, you know, tree that uh, occupies the entire length of the. It's like you know three pages worth of, mm-hmm. uh, and and you've got you know the three characters just standing on on top of a log in the middle of a pond. Like they're basically maybe five percent of the of the total page area. So yeah. <coughs> They're looking at the dragon too, like that fucker doesn't belong here. He's got this amazing sense of scale and you know, kind of fern gully feel to it. I would say, as someone, it is. It's in. a perfect. It's a perfect mm. representation of the uh, the opening screen of the game. Yep. Because it begins with a scroll down of the tree, and you get to see the character standing at the bottom, as it tells you like secret of mana. Press start. So it's a great. Uh, it's a great poster all around. Now, Valerie, did, did you ever go play Secret of Mana, or is that on your to-do list as it's, far as RPGs on, go? It's on my list. It's underneath Earthbound. I'm not crazy about the action RPGs, but I do like RPGs. So I, I Secret kinda, of Mana is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I've I'm heard sure, a lot yeah. of good things. I want to say right. I've, I've picked it up a few times because I'm a re- I used to be a reseller, so... It's, oh, okay. a, it's one that I've had and I've probably already sold. I may still have it. But, uh, I know. Well, I know that it. That's has... what ROMs are for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the ROMs are always there. So um, I know uh, people rave about this. It's a great game. I do want to play Earthbound first. Sorry. So that's okay. They, hey, that's I mean, great. Earthbound I'm, is quirky I'm... and fun, and the final boss, you you battle of a, a giant you, uterus. So yeah, uh... you're a bo- your, your your final boss fight is aborting an alien fetus. <laughs> so right up my at least alley. you have that. You have that to look forward it's to. It's literally up your alley. Jesus Christ! It really is. I love that. Use the RU486 spill, and that thing shoots right out. There you go. (laughs) All right, time for Plan B. (laughs) So next up, we have a go to my go to my weapons inventory. Close hanger. (laughs) (laughs) Nessu stairs. It was effective. Oh my god. <laughs> Stairs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Turn the hot tub way up. Alright. Uh, uh, so, what do we have? Uh, Nestor's Adventures. He's at the. Besides intergal- an impending lawsuit. <laughs> Nestor's at the uh, Intergalactic Auto Parts store. 
Um, mm-hmm. What's game is it? Rock from? and roll racing. Uh, rock oh, and roll that's right. racing. Okay. Uh, it looks like Robocop, though. Yeah, it's the <laughs> uh, guy that looks like a cross between Robocop and Silverhawks yeah. uh, from that game. Mike, you so want to do says, your thing? Okay, sure. So uh, <laughs> Ness is uh, in a Hawaiian shirt for some reason. I guess he's like going through his weird out phase. Do you want me to be Robo Robo Racer, or do you want to be Nestor? Like, which or or do you want to? You realize be Robo Racer? you you realize you just said like heads yeah. on and tails you lose. Yeah. So. so which one do you? Which side do you want? I'll be Nestor as usual. You okay. can be Robo Hawk. Okay. So. The uh, out of the my guy, way. There's a blue light special on Bear Claw Mines in RL3. And I got a two for one coupon on Turtle Wax. So step aside. Don't mess with me. I'm bad to the bone. Yeah, I was born to be wild. And Charge! they crash carts into they each other. Smash their, they smash their <coughs> carts full of extremely explosive weapons together. <laughs> and surprisingly, it explodes. And then he's like, what's so great about bear claw mines? Strategery, kid. Let you know the others take the early lead and blow each other up with missiles. Then I get out in front and drop these mines to slow them down. So what'd you need the turtle wax for? Hey, to win, you gotta have a great finish. Oh, like a massage at Happy Endings <laughs> Massage Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <sighs> speaking of failed licensed games, we have Cool Spot. How dare Everyone's... you, sir? Failed? I, had this, I actually had this game. I did yeah, too. Um, oh my goodness! Huzzah! I, game. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, eat my crow. All right. My giant plate of crow. <laughs> Valerie, tell us about it. Aw, why do you put me on the spot? It's fun! <laughs> you, <laughs> um, you play a cool spot. You collect, uh, don't you collect like little 7-up things and stuff? And uh, you yeah. like jump on balloons and you and you shoot little magical sparks and I don't if fucking you, know. If you, get, if you get to 100 coins, you give a kid diabetes. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this game, but I was, I was young. It was fucking hard. <laughs> it was hard towards the end. It does get pretty yeah. hard towards the end. Um, I, I think I don't know if I ever played this game. It's super creepy looking at this like clown level and stuff. I don't know. So Spot how. was the actual. If you look at the summit up logo, it's just the red dot, and they mm-hmm. they gave him a name. They gave him some sunglasses, and uh, he's riding a wave here. And and they they made all kinds of video games and merchandise off of them. So yeah, it was an it was an odd time that like. It was within a company's marketing budget. Like, games cost, like, only so much to make. So, like, a company with, like, a marketing plan could come in and, like, do something. Like, you know, games today, like, there's no... Unless you did, like, a little, like, Steam indie game or something, mm-hmm. I guess. But there's... I mean, it was an odd time for marketing that you could, like, make licensed content for whatever... I just... I'm just disappointed there wasn't, like, a, you know, Joe Camel game or something, <laughs> you know? They... <laughs> there was a... Hey, kids, uh, smoke your enemies. For, for the 360, I remember there being a free, like, Doritos uh, Dinosaur Attack game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They still have those <laughs> things, but, I mean, obviously, it's not a $60 game, you know? I want to see, like, Chester Cheetah doing lines of coke off of a bathroom mirror. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are easy, several Chester easy. Cheetah games. <laughs> there are. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. it's a platformer. It stars Cool Spot. It's actually Appar- <laughs> apparently fun. he's a, apparently he's a talent agent because uh, one of his first goals here is says find Cage. So <laughs> I guess you got to find Nicholas Cage and get him back to the set. 
It's not so tough anymore. You just crack a $20 bill in the air and he shows up. <laughs> Can we talk about this item here that's the 7-Up glass? Yeah, it looks like a glass dildo. What the hell? I'll say it looks like a bong, but yeah, that is not a 7-Up uh, glass. Yeah, that's a crystal butt plug right there. <laughs> it's got a nice base to avoid uh, losing it. Did, nice. you ever, did, you ever, did you ever play Heads Up 7-Up when you were in school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. All right. That made Valerie? it across the border. Definitely, that made it across yeah. the border, huh? Yep. <laughs> where did where did you grow up, Valerie? Like, I I lived in Los Angeles um, from okay. like six to twelve, and then like middle school and high school was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, yeah, the meth capital of America. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> A little too enthusiastic. Home of Walter White. I think uh, heroin <laughs> has officially taken over over there, but uh, yeah. Okay. It's not that great. And where, where, if you get the right sponsorship deal, you can bring it back. <laughs> Whereabouts in the country are you these days? I'm in Colorado. Colorado? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. My sister moved there a couple of years ago. She loves it. Every time I visit her, I feel like I'm about I'm going to stay because this Denver's amazing. It's but. amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a great <laughs> state. It's impossible to find anywhere to to rent out there now though because of all the people that moved in for the marijuana jobs. So That's true. You can come to the Springs. Oh yeah? Yeah. Colorado Springs. Springs. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay, so so if the Patreon kicks off, we're all <laughs> heading to hang out with Valerie. <laughs> Sounds good. To and, me. And, and, and apparent marijuana paradise. <laughs> and we're not gonna bring Brandon along just so you can hear how frustrated and angry he is. <laughs> He'll just be like spinning around up in Ottawa. Ontario, wherever the fuck you just leave him in Boulder. I'll I'll, I'll invite him to Ottawa. He makes a five-hour drive only to find a letter on my door saying, I'm in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate punk. Moving along. They've got some nice... Okay, so let's just read over the the, uh, level names. They're they're punny. We've got uh, Shell Shock, which is a beach (laughs) level. We've got Pier Pressure, P-I-E-R, which is on the docks, on the pier. You got off the wall. I don't even know where that is. Inside of a wall near the toy yeah, store. Okay. Yeah, because you're inside a wall as you're uh, dodging uh, piping, wiring, rotted out. All these boards are rotted out, so this building is going to fucking fall apart. Yeah, you the got termites have got to it. Though there's wait. a lot of... Sh- looks like there's like a hidden swastika or two in there looking at it. I don't know. You've got waiting around, which apparently is in a, a surf shop. Uh, W-A-D-I-N-G. And you've got toying around, which is supposed to be in a toy shop. That is supposed to be the reason for the clowns and such. And then, uh, what else we have? Radical rails? Yep. It looks like you're in like a giant erector set. I don't know what that I'm is. I'm just, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm just glad you're not like ending up on, uh, on Robin Williams' mirror table. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Heath Ledger's? <laughs> no, no, no. He did prescription drugs. Robin did the hard stuff. Yeah, you I've been to... keeping a list of all the drugs I'm doing. I'm calling it my Heath Ledger. And look at this. In this map, you got like these. <laughs> in these maps, the first thing, two things that show up are like these uh, funny go- these funny faces, like Groucho Mark glasses, which again, like with a massive nose, perfect for doing rails. Mm. <laughs> and then there's a couple more levels. We've got wound up, locomotive, back to the wall, and dock, dock and, roll, and rock, and then dock and roll. Yeah, I'm sorry. Surf patrol, which is back on the beach. So, you're basically playing the game in reverse. Mm. You play the you play the game to the middle, and then you snap back to the beginning. 
So if you finish the game on hard, you get the best ending, which is what, like a code for a free 7-Up at the local 7-Eleven or something? I don't know. How does that work? It's a code for if free insulin. If you do get to the end, you must finish the game on hard to be rewarded with the best ending. Oh my gosh. Okay. That'd be great if like he had to like crack a 7-Up for, for like a, a continue code. <laughs> just like so they're like like buzzing on your spot after like eight freaking seven ups during the game. <sighs> okay, so let's move this thing along attack. here. Mm-hmm. Pack attack. It's a Pac-Man game in 3D. Just what we needed. Though it's like a it looks more like Tetris than Pac-Man. Yeah, it's a uh, looks like a falling block game. Mm. Is it? So uh, I think it is. Oh, I don't know what. What do you get when you cross Pac-Man with Tetris? You get Pack Attack. So basically, they said, "Hey, hey, we want some of that sweet, sweet Tetris money. So let's uh, let's let's go after this." This is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's, what's wrong with fucking games? Like, just leave Pac-Man alone. This game looks right? like ass, and then it's a Super Nintendo game. It seriously looks about an average NES game. Yeah, well, colors are a little better, but yeah, pretty much. Other than that, I'm I'm with you on that. True, it's not much orange as I normally see, but but. <laughs> Speaking of plenty of orange, Wing Commander, the secret method, me- me- <laughs> secret missions, blah, there we go. Secret methods. Um, secret methods. There's orange all over this shit. Like, every screen grab is like a giant palette yeah, of orange. I don't know if that's accurate <laughs> to the actual game. I feel like it's the printing that was uh, off. Hmm. Uh, so it's from Mindscape. It's a Wing Commander game. I don't know if I ever played this one. We talked about the <sighs> previous Wing Commander game. Um, I don't really know what's different. It says the um, they'll feel right at home with the controls and views remain unchanged from the original Super NES game. With the new story, new options, however, vets and rookies alike will want to check out the action. Hmm. So it's uh, just a more more missions essentially from uh, okay. Commander, but no real changes to the gameplay and like that. So you still got that really small window of, of view at the top. <laughs> <laughs> While wasting time looking at you with your hand between your legs playing with your joystick. <laughs> That's right. The other, the other two-thirds of the screen is, is spent looking at your joystick, yes. <laughs> so, again, All right. we talked about this. It's played on PC. Yeah. Class uh, information. Yep, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, there's a hyperspeed mode for Street Fighter Turbo. Street Fighter 2 Turbo, sorry. Because if it wasn't fast enough. Yeah, just switch, so it's just like, do a bunch of meth and play the game. It plays it for you. Uh, Battle <laughs> Battle Maniacs, Extra Toes and Continues Code, Yoshi's Cookie. There's a tougher mode, just what I wanted. Um, Tough Enough. Two games I've never heard of called Brawl Brothers and Tough Enough. Uh, you might have missed one of those episodes then uh super mario kart you can race the computer uh you can switch the screens in like so that you're on the bottom and the maps on the top great just Mm. what nobody ever i mean okay um and then a couple shortcuts as well like the one on the ghost valley um and vanilla lake so yeah and then you can fight Alien 3, you can play Alien 3, use some of these uh, codes what? to get to the unclassified passwords. Oh, okay, oh. on the next page. Look at yeah, you I skipping didn't. things. <laughs> hey, the, I, I the was bad waiting for you to do it, but... The, the you, bad hombres code, alright, and then... <laughs> out of this world, yeah. Bubsy... So these are all, yeah, these are all just different uh, 
So you can like skip <laughs> to like a super difficulty level with this passcode. Oh god, that's awful. Mm. Lost Vikings, there's some level codes. Yoshi's Cookie, a couple of level codes. And Bob, we have some level codes as well. Wow, there's a lot. They, they're putting a lot of more codes Krusty's in. Krusty's Funhouse, Zen, Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, there's so much going on. Codes, codes, codes. Yep. All right, so let's, let's wrap up the first half of our uh, podcast here with the Star Fox comic. So who, who are yep. we, what are the parts here? Let's give, let's give Valerie a part here. What's she going to be? Uh, Farrah. If Farrah gets a... Let's, I'm scrolling through here. We've got... Uh, let's see here. Andros. She can be like the mother... She can be Mother Goose. There's a Mother <laughs> Goose character. Valerie, are you cool with that? Yeah, that's fine. And she uh, can be Farrah, yeah, too. Farrah. Um, I'll be... Um, yeah, she gets some dialogue. Where where do I get dialogue? Oh, okay. So um, whenever the pelican or the lady fox talks. <laughs> yeah, I was just okay. 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 So the whole scene starts as we've seen before. Uh, Star Fox and his team go back to space after vaporizing and after seeing Andros getting the ultimate curb stomp. Mm-hmm. And this takes place uh, on the ruins of Andros's base. Herbert, the Gundam, is just staring at the big footprint <laughs> where his boss used to be. And then he opens up this door through this pile of rubble, takes a uh, elevator pod down to the base, loads in a <laughs> Super Nintendo cartridge that uh, feeds into this monitor, and then we can see and Andros giving an instruction. And, Herbert, uh, this recording contains my final commands as a psychoprint of my brain patterns. If you are seeing this, then I'm temporarily deceased. Take that sample of my hair that I ordered you to bring. Thank God it wasn't pubes. <laughs> it could be. And yes, we, the- we must extract the DNA from Andros's hair. Then we must combine the DNA data with an amino acid radical. Then we get to see some beautiful, completely yellow animation. <laughs> Well, not animation, but it's just everything's completely washed in white. Yeah, it's like the robot pig uh, lizard um, henchman vision of weird science going on, effectively. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we get to see this piece of hair looks basically like it was cut off a mop. Gets uh, thrown into this vat and we see some nucleotides on the computer being assembled. Mm-hmm. The DNA sequence is complete. Now, if all goes well, the cloning process will begin. Then the psychoprint will complete the process. And uh, we get to see a whole uh, bit of bubbling, basically, like they dropped some Alka-Seltzer in the vat. And they made and a potato, and then all of a sudden the potato says, I'm alive! I can breathe again! Well done, Herbert! I feel so good I could ravage a planet! But I'll settle for your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. Wee! Squeal like a mecha pig, boy. Wee! <laughs> they made two of them, apparently. And now that there are two of me, nothing can stop us. There's two of us. That was a, that was okay. a lot of hair. And then meanwhile, on. back on Paper Tune. <laughs> Perfect. Incoming message received. What? Whoa, what did you pick up? Did we agree on who's going to be these assorted animal creatures? No. No. Just All right, then I'll do bit. both. Big uh-huh. news, boss. The Star Fox team is coming back. They're arriving today. 
This is the biggest thing since the paper tune pole size run the light that cup and astro hockey. Good accent. <laughs> Get out there and spread the word. I'm Your on mom it, boys. Spread their legs. <laughs> the Star Fox team is coming. Fox is coming home. So we got like the uh, the the otter version of Paul Revere. <laughs> and uh, they're they're just screaming, Fox! Let's build him a monument. He's the greatest hero this planet's ever had. He saved, saved my life <laughs> twice. Mine too. Hooray for Fox McCloud! And then and Valerie, that's you. The um, <laughs> I call him Mother Goose because I just thought, oh, I've got kids all around them looking to tell a story. So there we go. Who is Fox? Well, let me sing you the story about Fox McCloud and his band of merry animals. From bling, bling. <laughs> oh, you got to start. You got to start at the bottom because that's where the singing is. <laughs> oh, oh, I have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we find out if you can sing. I cannot gather. Wait, I don't know how this goes. We don't know what to do. Just make it up. Just do it. Gather round, and you will hear a tale of dairy. Daring, do, and fear, a tale of one who has was never cowed? Cowed. Cowed. The story of our brave Fox McCloud. This is horrible. <laughs> uh, Keep going. Okay, yep. to the next side, though. From Corneria. Yep. From Corneria, they journeyed long to fight injustice and right the wrong. And we get to see a, a lovely uh, sepia tone flashback of Fox and the gang all shooting their way back to back, uh, fighting enemies. And Falco has a super scope for some reason, right. which is a great idea to like when you have a blaster that can shoot fire out of one end. It's good to be standing right behind a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then the but, song continues. Does it really? Yeah, you got the whole like next page. You, you, you got a while here. Sorry. Falco strong, Falco strong and peppy wise. Slippy fix their warp field drives. Fox was brave and smart and shrewd, planning raids with weapons crude. The lizards tried but couldn't run. Fox, Fox always caught the evil scum. Uh, does it? Okay. In our wings, they challenged. Andros might and sent him spinning into endless night. Then came a call for a mission dark to conquer Venom would be no lark. And now our heroes are coming home. That's so totally go. cool. <laughs> They're here. They're here. And they come the crashing. coming out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. And Fox is just like, the place looks great. There's the canyon where we ambushed that Imperial cruiser. I can't wait to see our old f f f friends. There's no place like home. I never realized you guys missed Papatoon so much. And they, and we they get to see them do another out. sweet swoosh over the crowd. And they land and at they the fun. the Baobab trees in their at their <laughs> hideout, and mm -hmm. uh, all right, the old hole's still here. <laughs> the old glory hole is still running. <laughs> I don't remember it being so clean. <laughs> and it doesn't smell like Falco's sweat socks anymore. Yeah, home sweet home. Then Fox, uh, Chris takes up. care. Of, he takes care of business right away, taking Farrah uh, uh, to his room. <laughs> Is this your den? Welcome to my castle. Nice dress, but it doesn't look like your size. 
Very funny. It was my mom's. Here, slip into something less comfortable. Holy crap. Who, me? I told you, Fox doesn't fuck around. He doesn't know how much downtime he's got. He's gonna he's gonna use it. So he like slips outside and like tells his gives his buddies the signal to like you know basically <laughs> puts the old tie on the doorknob. You know? He doesn't have a sock to hang on the door because they all don't have feet. <laughs> they have mechanical feet, so yeah, no socks. <laughs> Nothing to hang on the door, so he has to go outside to tell his buddies to fuck off. <laughs> so Farrah walks out and says, "Is it me?" And uh, she looks like. About as stunning as a female fox can be, so depending yes. on your cartoon puberty proclivities. Yeah, depending on how you feel about furries, neutral. you might want to mm. read this issue. All right. if, if you watch Thundercats and or Wildcats and just thought Chitara was like amazing, <laughs> or if you had a crush on Gadget from Rescue Rangers, you might be digging this. Stalkers yeah. out All there, right. if you want to see what Valerie Rude looks like, check out <laughs> page 66. <laughs> She's foxy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So uh, he's spellbound. He's like, Farah, you could be my mother's twin sister. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, so what the fuck is going on? Like, I mean, like, Fox is a... I knew Fox was a freak, but, I mean, come on. All right. It's, it's like, he's got, like, Cinderella syndrome, where only a woman who can fit into his mother's dress is good enough to bang. Yeah, he's got the Oedipal complex. There we go. All right. Okay. But, so she says... But I thought you didn't know your mother. No, I was young when she died, but I remember her as if I'd seen her yesterday. Here's a photo of her. The likeness is amazing. If Dad saw you like this, he'd drop dead. If he wasn't stuck in the black hole. <laughs> it's that club out in... <coughs> <laughs> it's yeah. that club in Chicago. <coughs> anyway, alright. Uh, so... What? Like... And Peppy and Slippy... Open up a uh, vault. Or open something. up a door with a uh, with a uh, spinning wheel for a handle, like they're opening a uh, a gate on the submarine. And he goes, uh, "Slippy, isn't that Herbert the Android Pig, the one we blow up back on Venom?" Yes. Strange, isn't it? He was the only friend Andros ever had. I saw him crying beside the Andros, beside Andros crushed pod back on Fortuna. You can see the rust stain on his cheek. Hey, I got news for be- you. That <laughs> I got news for you. That ain't rust. Mm. That's Arby's sauce. Hey, there's gonna be a parade for us in the village. A parade? Oh, I hate it when people make a fuss. Fox, get with that program. You're a hero now. I never realized how. And then even Peppy gets a look yeah. at uh, Farrah's like, I never realized how much you look like Fox's mother. Which, again, like, this is just creepy. <laughs> so they say, let's we, go. Uh, let's go. What about, and the Slippy thinks, what about Herbert? Can't just leave him here. And uh, Fox sees the crowd and he's like, I can't believe all this. So they're leaving the foxhole. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, they're leaving one foxhole, even though Fox is trying to get into another. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then Peppy's just like, Slippy, what's worrying you? Something is very wrong. <laughs> and uh, to be continued next month. Just like our podcast. All right. So. I'll go ahead and end uh, part one here. Virtual Valerie, thank you so much for being a guest on our first half of this episode. Really appreciate you being here. 
Um, if anyone would like to reach out to us in between episodes, you can find us on facebook.com slash playing with power podcast. If you'd like to donate to the show and keep us up and running, you can go to patreon.com slash playing with power. Uh, if you'd like to find old episodes, go to playingwithpowerpodcast.com or you can reach out to Mike on Twitter at getthepower88. We also appreciate a review on iTunes. Valerie, how can fans get a hold of you for more uh, fun YouTube action? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash virtualvalerie. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to plug? No, not really. <laughs> No, no barman, no barman plugs. I, I'm keeping, I'm keeping my life separate from YouTube these days. But yeah, all right, <laughs> very good. All right. Well, with that in mind, thanks again for joining and listening to us. I'm Ben. I'm Mike, and I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. <laughs> <laughs>